Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. This morning on the third hour of today, oh my golf. American Coco Golf storming into the finals at the U.S. Open, overpowering her opponent and overcoming an unusual protest in the stands. I, I've never seen a situation like this. What's next for golf and the American on the men's side hoping to make history as well? Plus, opening night upset. The NFL season kicking off with a stunner in Kansas City. We'll have the highlights. Then we've got a living legend in the house, trailblazing actor, dancer, and producer, Debbie Allen, live in Studio 1A to share an important message. Today, Friday, September 8th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. today. I'm out along with Craig and Dylan. All right, well now to a young superstar who's trying to make sports history. American tennis sensation Coco Goff is heading to the finals at the U.S. Open for the first time in her career. NBC Stephanie Gosk is live with the highlights from an unusual night at the U.S. Open. Hey, Steph. It hey, yeah, it certainly was. Good morning to you guys. Coco Goff is only 19, which makes her the first American teen to reach the Open finals since Serena Williams did it more than two decades ago. Goff dominated inside Arthur Ashe Stadium and brushed off that unexpected delay. American tennis sensation Coco Goff is heading to the U.S. Open final. After the match, the teenager showing her emotions on center court. The 19-year-old fan favorite smashed her way to a semifinal victory, playing some tough tennis against Czech Karolina Mukova, despite some off-court drama in the middle of the second set. Environmental protesters in the stands halted play for nearly 50 minutes after one of the protesters apparently glued his feet to the stadium floor. When play finally resumed, Goff pushed through, winning in straight sets. And I just treat it like a rain delay. This will be Goff's second major final and her first time playing in the finals at the U.S. Open. Goff reflected on her journey earlier this week. I mean, at first I used to think negative things like, why is this so much pressure? Why is this so hard? Blah, blah, blah. And I realized that this isn't it, like in a way is pressure, but it's not. I mean, there's people struggling to feed their families. That's real pressure. The only thing standing between golf and a U.S. Open title is the soon to be number one ranked player in the world, Belarusian Arena Sabalenka. This year's Australian Open champ came roaring back against American Madison Keys. Now golf and Sabalenka will go head to head on Saturday, where the crowd is expected to be mostly red, white and blue. She's playing really incredible tennis here at the U.S. Open, and yeah, crowd will be supporting supporting her. Goff hoping to take home a big win on American soil. You know, I told myself, I'm just going to go out there, have fun, and play the tennis that I know how to play. If Goff wins, she would become the fourth American woman to win the Open this century. And on the men's side, another American, Ben Shelton, is still alive in the semifinals against Novak Djokovic. Ooh. That is going to be a tough one today, yeah, this afternoon. One. Let me tell you, I was, I was there last night. I got to see Coco up close and, and mm. watch, watch the history. Um, and we, we left after the first set of the second match uh-huh. when she was upset. 
5-6-0. And we're like, oh, she's got it wrapped up. It's going to be an American-American U.S. Open final. And then we get home and we're like, And it Whoa. whipped yeah. around. Uh-huh. I know. Tennis can be wow. funny like that. Yeah. So many people glued to their seats. Oh, oh just- gosh. That's just that's terrible. Even for you. Did I stick the landing? You're good. You're dead. And we're going to keep moving because some of us need these jobs. Uh, from tennis to football now, the NFL kicking off its season last night. And this is another one. This is another upset, big upset. The Detroit Lions stormed into Kansas City and beat the defending Super Bowl champs. The Chiefs, of course, they're playing without their injured star, Travis Kelsey. They lost at home. 21 to 20. Ooh. Yeah. They dropped a lot of passes, though. I mean, not to... Yeah, not that's, to, that's why you end up losing. Well, not to take anything away from the Lions. <laughs> it's tough uh-huh. if you don't have that, like, the power to But, you know, work. yesterday, Kornacki talked about the Lions and... He did. Know, how mm-hmm. good they were. That's true. That so, Kornacki you know, knows a thing That Kornacki, he's seen a thing or two. <laughs> he knows a thing or two. Okay, so since we got the return of football, we're going to kick off something we're calling Friday Football Fever. We're going to test our football knowledge and preview the big game Sunday nights on NBC. This week, Cowboys versus the Giants. And we have a special guest to deliver our first question. My nemesis, Uh (laughs) Mike Tirico. Uh Happy Friday, my third-hour friends. Here's the trivia question. So the first meeting between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, it was over six decades ago, December 4th, 1960. The Giants were the home team. Who won the game? And where was it played? A, Giant Stadium, New Jersey. B, Yankee Stadium, the Bronx. C, Madison Square Garden in New York. Or D, Shea Stadium in Queens. Again, this is 1960, so Roker, Uh you have to get this right. Oh, pressure. Pressure. Uh, I'm I'm going with B, uh, uh, Yankee Stadium. I'm just going to go with Shea Stadium. I'm going to go with Yankee Stadium as well, because to Tariko's point, I mean, you've been around. And, And who won the game? I'm going with the Giants. Uh, I always pull against the Cowboys even before I was born. So, yes, I'd say the Giants. And I tend to pull against the Giants. So, I'll go with the Cowboys. All right. Let's see. (laughs) Tariko, answer. That was a trick question. It was actually a tie. Nobody won. It was 31-31. The game was played at the Yankee Stadium because the Yankees and the Giants shared a stadium from 1956 to 1973. Thank you for participating in our little game. We'll see for a bigger game, Giants-Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. You got it right. He he duped us. A tie. I guess a tie. I wonder when the rules change that you can't end in a tie. I don't know. I guess after 1960. They probably didn't even have, like, overtime back Probably not back then. All right. Thank you, Mr. Tirico. 60s. By the way, be sure, be sure, as Horace Roker calls it, his heyday. That's right. Uh, Be sure to tune in to Sunday Night Football. Live coverage starting at 7 p.m. Eastern on NBC and, of course, over on Peacock. Are you ready? I'm this I'm is ready. Oh, yeah. I remember you go to my friend Harry Robinson's house to watch football because they had they had the only color TV in the neighborhood. <laughs> nice. You're going yeah. to That's true. Oh, wow. That's right. The Robinsons. Love you all. All right. Coming up, the group of college students teaching the next generation of kids lessons that go beyond the textbook. And then it's a Friday treat. Legendary yes. actor and oh. dancer Debbie Allen here live in studio. We're going to look back on her career and she might even show us some dance moves. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. <laughs> no. Not us. Her. Yes. We'll be right back. We're back now with our series Generation Next. Perfectly timed for back to school. So a lot of families, you know, rely on extra tutoring for tough subjects. But there's one education program that's teaching kids lessons that you won't find in classrooms. 
so kids are obviously like, why am I reading Shakespeare or why am I learning geometry? And so how will this actually help me achieve my future aspirations? When Stanford University students Audrey Wish and Alec Katz were sent home from college during the pandemic, they decided to tutor kids in areas they were passionate about. Audrey taught criminal justice reform and Alec took on aviation. They say that after just a few sessions, they realized an untapped potential and created an education platform, Curious Cardinals. And it is a runaway success. We had $700,000 in revenue that first year, and now we've raised $6.8 million in funding. Where did this idea come from? Happened so organically. I started tutoring kids and observed how disengaged and uninspired they were with what they were learning in school. Audrey and Alex say they discovered a connection with the K through 12 students and the mentors who were matched with them. First, let's talk about like what kind of vibe you want your app to go for. They created a learning template outside the box of traditional education. The Meta platform shares have been surging 8% due to revenue projections. Right, wait, wait, revenue projections, what, what, what are those? Offering classes not often taught in school, from aviation to fashion to finance, to sports. Why did you think you would be able to change that dynamic so that it's something more effective for, for students? So we never sought out to do anything differently, but it was when we realized how powerful this was that we observed what the core differentiators were. For starters, Curious Cardinals uses peer-based mentorship with college kids closer in age to students, a focus on passion-based learning to discover what kids love to do, and project-based learning to help kids bring their interests to life. I started working with a student named Remy on math. His mom was like, anything to get him off of TikTok, to engage him. I was like, what would really spark his passion for math so he understands the why behind it? Six sessions later, Alec and Remy built a drone. You really think like once you're done with the project, you're like, I did this. So often that fear of failure inhibits students from even trying. So we want to detach that fear and encourage exploration. Curious Cardinals started with 10 mentors. They now have a diverse group of 500 mentors who also have similar backgrounds and identities with the kids they teach. We're going to talk a bit about font and color today. Sessions generally run an hour and cost $95, and there's financial aid for those who can't meet that cost. Equity and access has been a core value since the beginning. As they devote all their time to Curious Cardinals, Audrey and Alex say they are now the class of TBD. It's ironic that we're starting an education company um, and, and have paused our own education, but I think it's a it's a microcosm for the mission we, we hope to espouse that there's nonlinear tracks to, to, to finding your passion and, and you should really do what, what inspires you to wake up every morning with a sense of beliefs and purpose. Here, here. I just, I love the whole concept of this. You know, I mean, let's say your, your child loves sports but is struggling in math. Well, let's teach them sports analytics. Yeah. You know, it's a practical use for all the things you have to learn in school. Uh, the platform actually has something for parents, too. Milestones like a student progress, uh, aspiration, upcoming projects, and lesson notes. They're all logged into the whole system so you can follow along without having to, you know, ask the kid all plus, the questions. Plus, you may learn a thing or two. Exactly. Oh, Seems like yeah. a great concept. It yeah. really is. Thank it's you been, for that. It's been very successful. Uh, just to add here on a Friday morning, we have 
and entertainment icon live in Studio 1A. There she is, Debbie Allen. She's here to catch up, maybe even show Mr. Roker here some dance moves. Uh, I don't think so. And then uh, a little bit later, if it's Friday, it's Superfood Friday. We're going to satisfy that sweet tooth, Joy Bauer, making some healthier versions of classic desserts. And yes, fear not, there will be chocolate. Uh -huh. Third hour of today, right back after this. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. In-laws, love them or hate them, you're pretty much stuck with them. And when you're a ruler in the Middle Ages, that can be a serious problem. It might even land you dead. I'm Dan Jones, and on season four of This Is History, I'm telling the story of England's weirdest king, Henry III. He's in way over his head, and he's surrounded by bloodthirsty relatives with their eyes on his throne. To listen, search This Is History and follow wherever you get your podcasts. This morning, we are so thrilled to be joined by an entertainment legend and trailblazer who is truly a renaissance woman as well. Debbie Allen is an award-winning actress, dancer, director, and the founder of the Debbie Allen Dance Academy in Los Angeles. Her career dates back on screen to the 1970s with credits like Fame and Grey's Anatomy. And she's here to catch us up and tell us about a cause that's really important. Her Debbie, good to see you. Welcome. Hi, it's so great to be here with oh. you guys, to be in New York. You, you got I'm a smiling. <laughs> Just oh, you but I'm really excited to be here in collaboration with Prevent Blindness and Regeneron mm. to launch the Great Eye Movement. It's going to tell millions of people about retinal eye diseases and, you know, hopefully motivate them mm -hmm. to be proactive about their eye health. You're a paid spokesman for them. Why, why is this, this mission important to you? Well, it's important to me because I'm talking to the 60-plus crowd. 95% mm -hmm. of them don't even know what something like... Uh, what age-related macular degeneration is. Yeah. They don't even know about it. They are at risk. And I'm in that category, and I think it's important, if celebrity means anything, is to share information. Mm -hmm. Information is power. So if people go on our website, thegreateyemovement.com, and great is spelled G-R, the number eight, mm -hmm. because when you turn it on its side, it looks like two eyes looking oh, at you. Yeah. Oh there you it's go. so smart. It's really <laughs> clever. But we're hoping like today, September the 8th, people can start today mm -hmm. on the 8th of every month. Be proactive mm -hmm. and prioritize your eye health. I, 
I can't express how important this is. And for me personally, there are other conditions, other diseases, retinal diseases like diabetic retinopathy. Uh-huh. I mean, I've been diagnosed as being pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. I'm on the lookout for it. Hasn't happened. I'm lucky, but I have to really be mindful. And my mom just turned 100. Oh, and yeah, every that was time, so sweet. Well, her eye health is one of the biggest parts oh, of oh, our routine. Look at that. We, got her we, did, we did that for you. Yeah. Oh, she is beautiful. Isn't she beautiful? Oh, well, I take her. Look at mommy. I didn't see that. I love it. <laughs> well, I take her to the eye doctor. Is mm-hmm. you know we're on the lookout for that wet age related, you know, macular degeneration. It hasn't happened. She can look across the room yeah. right now and tell me it's nine o'clock time for my breakfast. <laughs> I'm thrilled. So but, even if you can see fine, it's important to make sure your eye health you is okay. You have to, you know, if you go on the website, I can't tell you how important it is. Mm-hmm. You'll find things like the Amsula grid. You can put it on your refrigerator right. and you can test your own eye and take okay. take note of when your eyes or your vision starts mm-hmm. to alter. People try to say, yeah. what, oh, I'm older. And it's not, that's well, not the answer. What have you learned from your mom? What 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 is she, what has she brought you? My mom has brought me and my sister the sense of the power of our minds, mm-hmm. that your mental capacity is what fuels the rest of your whole world. And on her birthday, Felicia and I uh, collaborated with Clemson Press, Clemson University Press, and we republished her book, Hawk. And you can get it now. You can get it now on Barnes and Noble and a few places. And it's just a blessing to have Mama, who's been yeah. our greatest inspiration, our biggest critic. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's well, even oh yeah, she'll say... That outfit, honey, you didn't have any sex appeal. Oh, no. <laughs> she'll say things. She'll say things. She'll say things. You need that honesty in your life. Yeah. We need it. Mm-hmm. So, mommy is a blessing. And uh, Felicia and I just, uh, and my brother Tex and my brother Hugh, we're all just thrilled. Wow. Every time we see you and, and, and your sister as well, there's just this energy that you radiate. You just, you're always smiling. You're always gl- glowing. Where does that come from? I honestly think it's inherent in how we were raised as children. We were raised with a lot of compromises, with segregation and all these problems in the 60s. But Mama always raised us to be children of the universe and that there were no boundaries. So when we faced challenges, we just stuck with it. Yeah. And we leaped and bound and kept going. That's that's. We have a positive attitude. Yeah, it shows. We've been teasing all morning that we're going to teach Al Roker how no, to No, no, we didn't see Al Roker. We said, said it. We said it. We said it. Few times. No, I think he said Can you teach talent. an old old man new tricks? Well, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you cleaned that up. <laughs> well, yeah, I will teach you out if you promise yes. to go on. I just great. I, I literally I just got my I just went to my ophthalmologist. Website. <laughs> just to my ophthalmologist. Everything's good. Isaac. Well, honey, let's do something. You want to do uh, it now? Sure. Okay. All right. Well, we'll I'm going to teach you a little salsa. <laughs> if you can count to three, you can dance. Okay. Left, right, left. Right, left, right. Okay. Left, now get a little Okay. A little shoulder. Okay. There you go. Right, left, right. Oh, Al. Working, honey. <laughs> and left, right. And left, you said you right, can't left, dance. Right. Debbie, thank you left, so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> and I love you. Oh my God! That's so much fun. She can't dance. Uh, There's nothing he can't do. Thank you so much. And that's with a new knee too. That's it. I know. Is that new? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's working. Oh. Okay, it's working. Thank you so much. When we come back, something sweet to end the week. Can't get any sweeter than that, though. But Joy Bauer is here to share healthy hacks and superfood Friday, so that we can all enjoy dessert without the guilt.
Ah, this morning's edition of Superfood Friday, all about healthy snacks for some of our, our favorite guilty pleasures. And here to show us how we can still indulge and not feel guilty about it, today, nutrition and health expert, These are Joy the ones Bauer. I love. Yes. Thank you, oh, Joy gosh. Bauer. Right. It is so great to be here, and I think you guys are going to like this one because right. it's all about hacks. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, simple okay. ways to satisfy a sweet tooth. I love a good mug. So, this is a Thank hassle free you. way to make a single portion of the fudgiest chocolate cake in under two minutes in a mug in the microwave. Oh, wow. And it's as easy as one, two, three, literally, oh, because mm-hmm. all you do is you oh, take one tablespoon of semi-sweet or dark chocolate chips, right. okay. two tablespoons of water, and three tablespoons of a chocolatey box cake mix. Oh. Mix it up, you get that velvety batter in the microwave for one minute, and guys, look at this, look at this, wait for it. It is so this is dreamy. It's it like great? a molten chocolate cake. And the mm-hmm. best part is, is you make one portion so that it's a one and done deal. You're not staring at all these tempting leftovers. It's almost hard to eat. Yeah. The only thing is that it will not work with a gluten-free cake mix. Okay. So a standard cake mix. All right. Now this is a standard in the Melvin house here. This is. I've never seen this. The easiest way to make a frozen yogurt pop. So what you're going to do is you pick up one of the four or six packs of the baby yogurt. Mm-hmm. You take a stick, I add in chopped fruit, mix it oh, up, oh wow. situate your stick in there, pop situate. it in <laughs> like pop it in the freezer, and then whenever you have a craving, all you do is you run it under mm-hmm. the water for about 10 or 15 seconds, that's it, and Loosens look at that, it, up. it slides mm. right out. So that's this brilliant. is a full fat yogurt, and it's a little bit creamier, but mm-hmm. it will also work if you don't mind an icier consistency with a non-fat or a fat-free. This is delicious. I love the this trick. Love Isn't that that's so great. And the mm-hmm. fruit, if you add fruit in, mm-hmm. you add fiber and antioxidants, so you sort of like mm. superfoodify it. So oh, we all have. Up words. Yeah, I always <laughs> make up words. We all have a, a jar of marinara sauce or spaghetti sauce yep. that's like maybe a quarter full or just about done. So this exact same thing happened to me last week. And I looked at it, it wasn't enough marinara sauce to mix with a bowl of pasta. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I took half a cup of the marinara sauce. That's that leftover marinara. Leftover okay. marinara. You could actually do this in the jar as well. This is just red wine vinegar, mm-hmm. a little bit of extra virgin olive oil, and this is dried basil. And you want to whisk this up? I love to whisk. I made the most delicious tomato basil vinaigrette. And oh, it's a salad oh. dressing. Yes, and then it goes on salad, and you're almost infusing the essence of pizza in your salad. But I also oh, tossed it with cold noodles, and it ended up to be a delicious pasta. To salad. Oh, I love this. Idea. Yeah. I like that. Okay, this last one, I'm just telling you, I oh, think it delicious. may be. That yeah, would like really elevate any anything, salad. and it, that's really great on entree bowls as well mm. with quinoa or rice and grains and vegetables. Mm. Isn't that yummy? That's great. And I like the fact we're using dried basil, so it's year-round and also mm-hmm. it's a little bit more budget-friendly than that's using great. fresh basil. Feels like a turtle. I'm obsessed over these treats. So everybody loves a chocolate caramel turtle, but of course they're... They have loads of sugar. It's very decadent. So what I've done here is I used a Mm. date for the base, Mm -hmm. and I pressed the date out to really flatten it out. Mm -hmm. I added a little spread of peanut butter to act as glue. You were okay till you knew it was peanut butter. I tasted the peanut butter. Uh, But you you could make it without peanut butter, or you could do an almond butter. And then the pecans for the head and for the little legs will Mm -hmm. stick on. You put the melty chocolate, which is going to harden, and it's going to be the and the very last thing I did to add some sassy sophistication is sassy a pop, 
sophistication. Of sea salt I love and it. crushed pecans at the top. Oh my top. gosh, my kids would love uh, these. We could not get That's enough fantastic. of these in my house. This is great. Win, 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 win. Thank you, Bauer. Amazing touch. Folks, you know what to do. For these recipes and some more sassy sophistication, today.com slash food. That's right. Craig dated sassy sophistication. Oh, I did. Just ahead, Peter Alexander and Laura Jarrett. We got a big announcement about their weekend plans for a long time to come. Third hour today. I'll be right back. now to wrap up this week with a celebration and some exciting news about our Today family. Saturday today is getting a whole new look. Starting tomorrow, our friend Peter Alexander will be welcoming his brand new co-host, NBC's Laura Jarrett. That's right. And they're moving right back here into Studio 1A. It is so Good, and we are so thrilled for you guys. You guys know what it's like to wake up on the weekends early yes. in the morning. Yes, we do. We've been doing right. it for a while. Have yeah, no doubt. Like, I've been doing it for five years. Techniques? We did it together, first with Chanel, then Kristen, and now with Laura. This is going to be so much fun. As we were saying, she's smart as heck. People know that, mm-hmm. but also cool as hell, as I've said. Excuse <laughs> my language twice. But it's just been so fun, and we both are raising young families, so we're kind of in the same life place, and the show mm-hmm. is not about our day jobs, right? We cover politics and law, and that'll help on occasion, but it's about so many other things. Yeah. So to do it together will be We've already started having fun together, getting to know each other, yeah. our likes, our dislikes, how we like our pancakes. <laughs> the important each other stuff. Out. The yes. important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, is it, what, what does it mean to you both to be in this studio to be doing that? It's thrilling. Like I, I've been saying, where else can you hold forth with a rager of a concert? Right? <laughs> yes. People lined up since oh, 3 in the morning the to get in here, but then also have Olympic athletes and interviewing newsmakers. And so it's today's show, like you guys all know this, you do it every day. Day, it balances that, right? Yeah. The joy and the serious, and you get to bring your whole self to this job. And the fun, you know, well, think of all the people that come to New York City, and this is like a weekend destination. Mm-hmm. Yes. The idea that they can come to the plaza and take their photo uh, right in front of us doing the show live yeah. on the weekends yeah. again yeah. is yeah. such and a by, treat. You've got Angie Lastman, who's a terrific so meteorologist, going to be joining you Andrew as well. Andrew Fryer's Joe great. Fryer. Yeah. The team is just amazing. Um, we're, we're thrilled that you guys are moving the show back um, to New York. And as you mentioned, we want folks to come and hang out. Yeah. Come and hang out outside on the plaza to get the full experience. You brought some special guests as, as well. So I'm not going to lie. I've been at this for this place for NBC for almost 20 years, and I've watched all the anchors bring their kids to a concert. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? We're pulling yeah. the trigger. Ava and Emma. Ava on the left, 10 years young. Emma, Emma. sweet Emma, is eight. Allison. Is their mom? Yes. Okay. <laughs> is their mom? Uh, now here's here's your mistake, Peter. Their first concert was Olivia Rodrigo front row. Yeah. 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 Everything else is downhill from here. Hopping out. This That's is this makes you dad of the year. But so first concerts. I remember mine was you two with my dad way back in the day. Wow. Your first awesome. concerts, y'all remember? MC um, Hammer in really? Vogue, Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Strong. Beethoven. Yeah. It was live. Live. It was live. 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 It was an acoustic set. You know, one of the things we want to make sure we. Brought, we brought his unplugged. Uh, we brought some things in here for you because uh, uh, one of the things that's nice about you're going to have your dressing rooms. Uh, we wow. wanted to make sure you had everything Thank you need. You. First of all, there's complimentary uh, champagne and every Saturday. And one secret of this show is the champagne is always Mike. really good here. Thank that's you, right. and, and we also have uh, some family pictures for you to put in your dressing oh, room. Oh, wow. Look uh, at that. Right over there. Those are your actual family. Oh, those nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are actually these were, the weirdest thing. These were actually in the frame when we bought them. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's, there's our Christmas card. They really right. are. Tony, James, James and June. And June. Thank you. 
Thank you. Oh, this you know, is so nice. And because you're now officially in New York, we brought you bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, my gosh. Love, yes. love it. A little bet You guys do know there. how to feed people. That's, we do. That's, you know? that's we the gotta best We've got to make sure we eat on Saturdays. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But grab the sweet cereal, like the Lucky Chime. Grab those yeah. first because those are the first ones to get. The crew guys yeah, always steal those. Yeah. Here's, here's to you guys. Thank you, guys. And it also, by the luck. way, if you want to make sure you survive, be, be very nice to the crew guys. Oh. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> As you I'll will. keep bringing out bacon and We'll see you on Saturday morning. You bet. Uh, you can tune in to catch uh, Peter and Laura on Saturday today, every Saturday, right here on NBC, starting at 7 a.m. for the next 20 years. <laughs> Third hour today, I'll be right back. Peter's, oh, <laughs> Peter's like, no. All right, we're going to end the week like we always do, giving some of our Start Today community a few shout-outs. Right. Let's start off with Carolyn from Pennsylvania. She's excited to be starting her walking journey to help with health and stamina. Carolyn! Carolyn! Gloria from Delaware walks to recuse stress and enjoy life. G-L-O-O. Yeah, Gloria. Lisa was inspired to start walking after watching other members of the Start Today community on our show. Lisa! Daisy from New York tries to reach 10,000 steps every day. Daisy! Daisy! And finally, Amy joined the Start Today community to get her health and wellness motivation back. Amy! All right. If you want to join in on the fun, scan the QR code to sign up for our newsletter or head to today.com slash start today. Monday, right here on the third hour of today, the hosts of American Ninja Warrior, Matt and Akbar, they're going to join us live. Coming up, Hoda and Jenna get etiquette lessons at Tiffany's. Ooh, we'll see you guys on Monday, but don't forget to watch Saturday today. Saturday. Boom, today. Yay. Yay. Yay.